You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. This is a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I am your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. Wow. <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Men's Roundtable Podcast. It has been exciting, a while. Exciting. Right? We are so excited to be back live and in person at the Fabulous Studios here in Eagle Rock, California. <laughs> With outstanding technical equipment. Look at the stuff hey, we have. Hey, listen, wow. we went to the bubblegum machine and we put our quarter in and we got some really good high-tech equipment. Hold on, guys. My, mic, my mic just dropped. Hold on. Okay. That's <laughs> what you get for a quarter. <laughs> Was that a mic drop? That's a mic drop. Mic drop. That's, That's a, a mic drop. A literal hey, mic hey, drop. Hey, that was Robert's first joke hey. in two years. <laughs> That's why we have hey guys, we're so listeners. excited. We're so excited to, to be here. Today is March 31st, 2022. And a lot of stuff happening around the world. But let me first tell you. Who is with me on the Roundtable podcast today? We have one of our favorites, longtime voice of the podcast, George Hot Flash <laughs> Fernandez. Wait, what do you mean one of our favorites? Only three of us. <laughs> Turn on the air conditioner, man. It's That's really getting hot favorite, here. favorite, Hot Flash. It's hot yeah, here. The other here. voice that you hear oh. is Robert. I was first today, Concepcion. Hey. You texted me, said, be here on time. And Robert was here. <laughs> he he was. was the first one. I think that's the first time in that anything not, that, that you've You been... can go back to our episodes. Right, and that Robert, is not the right. question for you. Uh-oh. What time was your wedding? And were you on time for your own wedding? <laughs> he wasn't. What time was he it was his wedding? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You stuttered. I don't remember Tell me that. Your... George, what time was your wedding? Five o'clock. Yeah, my wedding was at 10 a.m. You don't remember what time you got married? No, I don't. I, so I know it's in the morning, but, you know. <laughs> then that's why you were late. That you, was not the highlight of the event. No, of oh, course hey, not. Hey, 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 Of course hey, hey. not. It was not <laughs> Tell us highlight. about the highlight. Tell yeah, us about the, the highlight. The lechon oh, my, you ate. Uh, no, 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 no. That's uh, not the highlight. Uh, if that's uh, the highlight, the lechon you ate. I don't know. Let me see that picture. Okay, yeah. I will. Later, <laughs> later. Point is, you were probably late to your own wedding. But you were here on time today, so thank you. Robert I won't be late to my funeral. Hey, we got a fourth. <laughs> we got a fourth man in the room today, and today we want to introduce for the very first time at, on the Roundtable Podcast, Rico Superman Dizone. Yeah. Yeah. Say hello, yeah. Rico. Hello. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Rico, we're so glad that you're here with us. Uh, I thought we were interviewing a police officer today. And Robert, I told us that you were a police officer in the Manila, but apparently you're not. Why do you keep saying uh, that Robert told you? You're, you're fake news. Uh, you you get your fake news. So, so you know what? So we're, we're just going to have to pretend so he is. So all of my so. questions yeah. for you, Rico, have to do with police work. Apparently I've got to shift place now. All right. You're not a police officer. Just because no, you see I'm him not. in parking enforcement. Yeah, does I not mean I saw him wearing, he used to, he I saw him wearing the, the vest, the, vest and the orange vest. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of stuff happens. Is that in the what world. police officers wear in Manila? Little orange vest. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, yes, they do. Right? Lipsy one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Street clothes and an orange vest. They look like our Caltrans workers. <laughs> yeah, they got it from the relief goods. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I had some other questions prepared for you guys today, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, this Sunday, things kind of changed. Did you guys see the slap heard around the world? Yep. Mm, what, what slap? What? You, you don't. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. So, what do you guys think about that? You know, Will Smith rushes up on stage, slaps Chris Rock, 
supposedly defending the uh, sup- I say this supposedly I, yeah, I hope I'm not offending anybody here but supposedly defending the honor of his wife what would it take for you we're all married in this room what would it take for you to slap another man <laughs> in defense of your wife I mean have you guys ever been in a situation like that I, 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 I don't know any man that slaps another man right right is that what, what is that when I saw that he slapped him I thought hmm that was staged well, I don't know. Slapping. I don't. I just. I either punch. There's so many other things that you do go something to else. I'm not going to slap another man. Then to rear man. back and open handed and slap, slap yeah, a man. That, there's right. So, there's something well, wrong. Well, I with thought. That. I, you know, I think he thought about it because if it was a closed fist, that would have been assault, and he would have been taken out of the stage in sure. that program. Sure. But a slap. A slap but would a slap? be just like an insult. Yeah. You know. Uh, I, I've, never slap okay. a man, I've never slapped a man. I've never slapped anyone. Have you guys ever? Anybody ever slap another man? I, oh, never. Rico's laughing. You slapped the man, Rico. Did you see? Slap- slap- you know what? That's the slap- Manila police. Yes, that's what they do. It's about slapping. No, no, uh, I, I can't. I mean, you're not allowed to say. Uh, yeah, I'm not allowed. That okay. wasn't the so, old life. Okay. He okay. has well, slapped the man. He's not allowed to say. That. Um, okay, let me ask you Have this. Have you, George? Have I slapped anyone? I've no, never, never slapped anyone. Never. Ever. I punched someone, but I never slapped anyone. Let me ask you this: What would it? What would it take for? Have you guys ever had to? have a, a violent act in defense of a loved one? What, what do you mean loved one? Well, your wife. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone said something about one of like, my yes. sports, like, about like, my sports wait, teams? That's no, a loved no, one. No, like, no, no, no. I, I joke about your sports George teams all the like time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've never had to. But no. that's such a, I don't know. I don't know if you can really manufacture such anger in public like that knowing well, knowing the setting i mean look i think people have watched and rewatched that video it seems like there was a moment where he was smiling then that's the seconds no, right there's the seconds ago he was like laughing at the was joke clearly not i, I thought it was a stage when i first saw i thought it. so too laughing at the but the joke. wife was clearly not amused and then so he all of a sudden he jumps into i gotta defend her honor so yeah yeah he was thinking about what's going to happen later at home if he didn't do anything. Yeah, and then Chris Rock says as he's coming up, he's like, uh-oh, you yeah, know, kind of like, yeah. uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. What do you think about it, Marvin? I think it I, I My initial thought is it was staged. Mm. You know, this is some kind of publicity thing, but it seems like maybe it wasn't. Um, nonetheless, I wouldn't I wouldn't slap another man. That's just something that would never cross my mind to do. Like, okay. I would have just if I if I was that angry, I would have rushed the stage and probably just tackled him or something. I don't know. I would have done. Something. I, I would have pushed him. Yeah, pushed him. I would have pushed him as hard different. as I could. I would have yelled or I would have heckled back. I don't know. There's so many other things that I would have. Are done. you a Will Smith fan? Um, do you like? The I movies? mean, I like the Fresh brands back in the day. I don't have watched anything. Of, well, actually, I, I take You've it back. Men in Black. I have not watched Men in Black. I don't like those movies. But I had, I did watch King Richard, the one he won the Oscar for. Oh, you watched it. Mm. And actually, it was a pretty good movie. Mm. Actually, enjoyed it. I mean, I I watched it because I I grew up playing. Uh, Tennis at those Compton tennis courts. I see how you do that in pickleball. It just see? spilled over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, so you're still in so, tennis. Uh, I actually enjoyed. I actually enjoyed King Richard and his role in that. And that was kind of kind of hmm. a cool movie. Uh, we watched it a couple months back, um, and he ended up winning an Oscar for it. So, anyway, I I don't know if I would call myself a fan, but yeah, I watched the stuff. Hmm. No, I mean for me, I it just you know it, it just brought him several notches down because uh, he, he's portrayed a lot of he, what, what, what is that superhero that he uh, played in one Men in Black oh, he had another one yeah. uh, oh Independence <clears throat> Day he was in Independence Day he was yeah. good I, there I, I just don't think that's how you handle it not yeah, in public like that I mean like that. he is an A-lister right and then yeah, uh, he, just, he just goes off like that <clears throat> knowing that he was just laughing 
at the joke two seconds before he goes up I, in I there. I would have said something to him in private. Oh, yeah, it, no, it, it, it seems like his reputation has taken a bit of a hit in yeah. these last couple days. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. You know, all of this stuff is Hollywood stuff, right? Well, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, as always, you can interact with the show. Would you slap another man? Let us know. Men at cachurch.com. Uh, Marvin eat. will be at the lobby this Sunday. <laughs> and if you care to just tell him if you would. Show him. Show him what you would do. Show him what you would do. We could do that at the with men's gathering. At the men's gathering, maybe I'm telling some jokes about the Celtics oh, and George doesn't like it. He gets up oh, there. Oh, oh, no. oh. This is a priest. Thing. This is good. Hey, this is hey, good. Maybe this we, is good. I got Rick. I got, I got Rico here. He's a feather Celtic. Maybe we have a new bit for the uh, for the men's gathering. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening. Slap guys. a pastor. <laughs> that oh would boy. be a thing at the men's conference. Like we raise Slap funds for kingdom ministries. Oh boy. Slap yeah. a pastor. Uh, we want to say thank you to all of our guys because of your listenership. We have broken a new record on the show. Eight thousand three hundred men have downloaded. The Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast, and it's been lovely. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for hanging in there. Unfortunately, we have no way of monetizing this other than the four buck, four dollar <laughs> check, four bucks that they sent us. And how would we divide that amongst three? How much would we that be? We divided it equally. And Rico, how much would that be? Rico, we each got a dollar sixty-five, <laughs> and uh, we'll send you your twenty-five cent <laughs> royalty check after this, Rico. And then pay tax on it. Guys, would you do us a favor? Would you share this podcast with a friend? Let them know that you're listening. Tell them how much fun this is. By the way, shout out to all of our regular listeners out there. And the lady listener. And the lady listener. We know who you are. Thank you for doing that. Um, let's talk about sports for a second. Rico, you're a sports fan. Who yeah. are your sports teams? Uh-oh. <laughs> the Celtics and the Patriots. Uh-oh. And the Red Sox. So you've obviously spent some time New in Boston. England. No, I grew up watching them. With my, with my dad. You grew up watching Boston teams with your dad. Yeah. So the Patriots, uh, the Celtics, Celtics, and the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Wow, those are three bad and teams. And the Bruins. <laughs> and the Bruins. You why, why, why the East Coast teams? No, teams. the Boston Bruins. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Rico, why, what's, what's the affinity with the what, East Coast teams? That's what my dad watched before. You know? Oh. Well, I think he went to, to uh, University of UMass. Mm. Oh, okay. So oh, that makes yeah. sense. So there was a connection there at some point. Well, uh, the Celtics look like they're uh, on good track. Robert, I think I'm no, going to have to... No, they had bad news. Well, they, they had some injuries this week, right? Yeah, there's their center who's who's probably will make first-team all-defense or at oh, least second-team. Taco team. Fall? No, 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 that's not their center. No, no, Robert Williams. <laughs> he tore his meniscus. Yeah. And uh, Tatum sat out the last couple of games, too, no? Yeah, but he's okay. But, he's okay. But they have, like, the number one defense, and it's not even close. Yeah. And, and he's the anchor. You can see how it's well, smart him and Marcus Smart, yeah. who may be defensive player of the year, but just yesterday against Miami I noticed how their defense. It changes changed. everything. It does. Yeah. I, it does. I agree. That's exactly what happened to the Lakers once we lost Anthony Davis, our defense went out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and so did everything else. Because the Lakers are horrible. Oh, oh you mean uh, Westbrook is not uh, living up the expectations? No, let's Come just say now. Westbrook has uh, seen better better days. Uh, it looks like I'm gonna have to make good on this bet. Rico, we have a bet. Whoever the Celtics or the Lakers had the best record, uh, the other person would have to wear a shirt or a clothing item of a their clothing choice. item. It was never a shirt. So I'm so. gonna have to wear a Boston Celtics doing? clothing item apparel that uh, that my friend George chooses for me. 
So I'm going to make good on that because I'm yes. a man of my word. And Just so like I, I did you for did. you. You did. So you tell me what to wear. And well, I'll bring wear. it. I'll bring it. Well, you got to let the listeners know, which will give them another reason for the slap. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> slap her the I'm going to slap Marv. How dare you think that your team but, you is going to But since we're about a week away from the end of the season, uh, so. who is the favorite to win the NBA championship, do you think? Right now. Of the, of the field that's left. I think it's the Suns. You think it's the Suns? No, I don't. Uh, but I, I, I'd say Phoenix in the West, mm-hmm. and I'd say Milwaukee yeah. in the East. But if Boston gets back uh, Williams, then I could see Boston coming out of the East. Yeah, I, I I disagree with you guys. I think Phoenix is is there, someone's going to pop their little bubble and they're mm. they're done. I don't think really. They're, I don't, well, who, who do you? What, Denver? Who, who do you? Who do you? They have such Utah a good Denver, record. I mean, I think I think Golden State's the team that's going to yeah. turn it on whenever they want. I know they've played bad in the last couple of weeks, but well, they've also had injuries. Yeah, they've also had injuries, but it's just one of those teams that can flip a switch. And I, I think right that's going to be the Western Conference Finals is Phoenix against Golden State. I mean, that's and that would be that, really on paper. That's what it would be really that's good. What it would look like, yeah. Um, anyway, so there's that. So yeah. the East, you guys think? Uh, would you say Philly? East, East? East is tough. You East said is Milwaukee. Got, it's really tough. You guys, yeah, you guys don't think Philly's? It's not. That guy, the Greek, the Greek guy from Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Milwaukee yeah. Points, no, he's good. You don't think uh, Philly is going to do anything? Mm. I think they're good. I just, I really. Harden? Harden's over there. I'm confident. I'm just confident if Boston gets back Robert Williams and he's healthy, they they're just blowing teams out. Oh, wow. So I I could see really? them. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've oh, yeah. been. It's been and, out uh, of control. Then 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 Brooklyn yeah. traded for Simmons, but apparently he's got a herniated disc, and you know so. <laughs> So I don't know what I don't know what happened with that. That was a, I think next year they may be their, their they may be are, scary next year. Their but, doctors yeah. are going to get fired for not doing a thorough physical on this yeah. guy or something. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, those, those are those are the favorites. Who are your favorites? Let us know by uh, emailing us at men at church.com. Wear your favorite uh, Lakers shirt, even though what? the Lakers are not a favorite. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm well aware that the Lakers it. are not a favorite. Uh, hey, we're, we're going let, for next year. Let, let me look at the standings. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I'm well aware. Are they five? They're, are they close to 500? They're like no? 20 games under 500, bro. Oh. Don't even worry about so it. So the West is really weak this year. Oh, terrible. Okay. Terrible. They're, I mean, oh, the Lakers my. are hanging on to that 10th spot. We might be in the play-in, but who knows, but... <laughs> All right, uh, we have a segment on this show that we like to call. Oh my gosh, sorry, they're thirty-one and forty-four. Oh yeah, I told you they're what? terrible. They're terrible. They need to slap, man. Hey, they need, <laughs> they, they need Rico, to you're slap. right. They need to get slapped. Uh, Vogel's gonna get fired. Westbrook's gone. Uh, who knows what's gonna happen? They have no draft picks, so we'll see. Other than that, things look good. Other than that, <laughs> we're rolling right along. They changed the name of the arena to Crypto.com. So that was the start of the downfall. That was the start of the downfall. <laughs> Crypto.com. <laughs> uh, we have a new segment, a uh, financial segment that we like to call Ask George. And we ask George any financial related question. Rico, you're in the financial services industry, right? Yes, I, I am. Right, so you're not a police officer. Let's get that clear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He enforces the financial regulations. Hey, hey, the LAPD is looking for candidates. <laughs> Uh, so we asked we asked George questions related to finances, and you have to answer in one sentence or less because George tends to be a little long-winded sometimes. <laughs> one sentences. One sentence or less. Ready, George? One word, yes. Okay, here we go. I didn't even look at these. The Ask okay. George. No, 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 put your paper down. All right, no, all right, no. All right. We have to answer off the top of your head. Okay. All right, where's the best place for me to put my savings? What vehicle should I place my savings in? Tesla. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. For long term, it's it's uh, stock market. 
Start. for short term, and I say short term, um, if you need the money in three years or less, then just put it in a money market account. Fair enough. But money it's proper, It's you have to have proper allocation if you're going to put it in the stock market. Proper mm. allocation. See, see, he's trying to go long winded on me. <laughs> mm. All right. Speaking of crypto, mm. what do you say about Bitcoin? Yes or no? Yes. Ah, you changed your tune on that. No, one. no. I, a I year just, ago, you told me no. Well, this the, the reason is because inflation is so high. And my, my thesis is that right now, real interest rates are negative. So, meaning that if you just put your money in a money market account, compared to inflation, you're losing money probably about 5 five to 6% a year because wow. inflation is higher mm -hmm. than what you're getting in a money market account. So, knowing you're going to lose at least 5 to 6% in value, I would put something nominal like 1 or 2% of your investable funds in, in crypto. Because even if you lose it, you're going to lose 5 to 6% anyway. So I know what did it for you. When Staples Center changed its name, that you're like, that's, okay, now it's legit. Now it's legit. By the way, guys, by the way, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm traveling this summer. Mm -hmm. One of the countries that we're going to travel to is El Salvador. Do you know that the crypto official line. currency of El Salvador is now Bitcoin? El, bi oh. el Bitcoin. El <laughs> and they call it El Bitcoin, yes. <laughs> but you, I don't know how, you, how it works. I got to But you, like, you can go to the market. And, What's that and, in Spanish, bro? I would be very careful. With oh, your, I'm with, not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to bring dollars. They still take dollars. Yeah. <laughs> George, why, why wasn't that your first answer? Put your savings on Bitcoin. That's right. You didn't mention that as one of your savings yeah. vehicles. Well, because if you're going to need your if you're going to need your money in three years or less, then still. I want I want the principal protected. I want to know exactly how much I'm going to have. Fair so I don't want to, you know, lose any of it. Okay, question so, number three yeah. for the Ask George segment. My mortgage, should it be a fixed rate or an adjustable rate? Fixed rate. Fixed rate mortgage. Yep, I think it's easier to budget and you know exactly what your payment's going to be. And Even if you get a better rate. Yeah, because it could go up. So Fair enough. Yep. Question number four. <laughs> Rico, you drive an electric car, don't you? No. No. Oh, question number no, four. No, police officers don't have. No, that's yet. right. <laughs> question: Police officers, should I get an electric car to save on gas? It's six dollars and change now. Well, I, I think usually when you have a car, you want to hold it for a certain number of years, and I think the, yes. the latest. Well, no, the latest study is they say that electric cars save over the life of the car about over four to five thousand dollars in maintenance yeah. however however the cost the cost of an electric like car is, grand more is, than is, is generally car. more so than insurance is more insurance is more so, so will i ever recoup the cost yeah so I, I think the choice would be whether you you prefer to drive an electric car as opposed to a combustible engine or is it something because you're conscientious about the I environment pref i prefer to ride a motorcycle no, George. You, you wait, 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 wait. Well, at what point should you really consider electric car at ten dollars a gallon? The problem it, it, is, it, the higher it, the it gas really goes, depends. so does the sticker price on the electric cars. And right remember, now, they're really expensive and, and really hard to find. I understand, but the maintenance and insurance still remain electric. They, low. They're, electric they're, no, they don't rise right. alongside. The insurance is higher on electric vehicles. I understand, but they don't rise like the gasoline prices. That that's true. This but electric true. cars. I think because they're so new other than Tesla, they are not as reliable. That's kind of the reports I've read. They're not as reliable as Sky. other cars. Well, the jury's still out. Whatever. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm, yeah. I, I like electric cars. It's a personal I, preference. I'd get I one if I could And yet you got a forerunner. Yeah, you have a muscle car. And yet you got a forerunner. And you got a muscle car. Listen to what I'm saying. I would have one if I could afford it. I can't afford a Tesla. 
You got a my four runner and you got a four runner. You, uh, my muscle car was 20 grand. Let's listen. Let's what about the four runner? Let me call it at that. Mm. They don't make an electric four runner. That's not the question. Hey, Okay, Question number five. Yes. Why do you wear short shorts? <laughs> you, Lisa buys my shorts, so Speedo, I, you have to ask you her. Get away from Speedo. You my, guess is, my guess is she likes my legs. If you, so okay, more Rico, what is the appropriate length of shorts? Is it knee length? Is it right above the knee, below the knee? What is it? Right for above, his age. Right above well, for, the knee. Right above the knee. Robert? Yes, I agree. I come from the barrio. We wear below the knee and we wear long socks. That's what I wear. <laughs> and flops. Yeah, and flops. Oh, but, but George, you don't. You wear yours. I, I have, would say I, a good five inches I, above I, the knee. They're I, right at the thigh I, level. I, that's I, too much skin for I, me. I, I that's have, too much skin for me. Bro. I have some that yes, that are higher, and I have some that are lower. You, you got to take it up with my wife. She must. But you wear them. Yes. My wife buys me things all the time. I say thank no. you, and they're in the closet. I, I don't wear it. See, I'm a good husband. But so. your favorite brand is Speedo, right? I'm not going there. <laughs> hey, Robert, tell us what's happening in the world of men at Christian Assembly. Just crickets. <laughs> crickets, just, no. just, yes, read, just yes, read the yes, next yes, sentence. Read the paper. Read the paper I gave you. Yes, yes. Read the script. Our yeah. men's <laughs> gathering is happening next week on April 6th, 7 yep. o'clock. Who's the speaker? Ralph. Ralph Delgado. He's going to be speaking on? Integrity. Something like that, yeah, he is yes. actually, yeah. You just asked him. Good, <laughs> he did. good he guess. <laughs> what, what are you speaking of? Uh, God. Yeah, so guys, join <laughs> us Wednesday, April 6th, April 7 p.m., South Sanctuary for the men's gathering. No but, churros? No churros. We have coffee and donuts, but we also have a really big event coming in May. What is that, Robert? Drum roll, please. <laughs> hey, the men's conference is happening May 13, 14. Registration is now open. It well, is. You read How much well. is the registration? That was good. That was Twenty-five dollars. That was good reading of the copy. Twenty-five dollars, yeah. and when you register, yes, you what get happens? a chance to win an igloo. Robert, read the paper. <laughs> we already gave it away. We away the igloo. What does it say on the paper? Who won? Who won? Jeff Wooton. Uh, oh, if you're wow. listening, Jeff, congratulations. Jeff he, won it. Yeah, hey, he buddy. Won, he won the you igloo. Told me there's another no, there's him. not another igloo. We have a better giveaway, and it's right on the paper right there. Just read where it says it's better than igloo. It's a Yeti. <laughs> no, it's not a Yeti. Okay, the next 100 guys who registered. Dodger tickets! That's right. We have wow. a pair of Dodger tickets. And I'm Behind not talking about... home plate? I'm not talking about uh, up, up there in the, in, the, in the... Nosebleeds? Nosebleeds. Field level, wow. six rows behind home plate, oh my with free food included and a buffet and Who all of that. Who donated that? We know. I can't tell you the what name. What game? Of, uh, you get to pick the game. I I can't tell you the name of the donor. Wow. Let's just say he's driving a Tesla these days. <laughs> wow. And, and his Bitcoin has gone really high up there, <laughs> through the roof. Uh, but he's been so generous to donate two tickets. Very six nice. Six rows Very behind. Nice. You're yeah. going to be sitting next to Tommy Lasorda wow. if he was still alive. And uh, next to Magic Johnson. Wow, that is so nice of Mark Pickerel to give those tickets. That is just <laughs> so fun. George, the wealthy pastor, has donated <laughs> two tickets to the Dodger game. And George is going to sit with you, and he's going to give you a ride in his Tesla. It is electric Tesla. <laughs> While talking to you about Bitcoin. His Audi. Wearing short shorts. And he's wearing his short shorts. There you go. And then so guys, shirt. <laughs> go to our website, men. Uh, church.com backslash men and there you'll find all the information as to how to register our friend keith jenkins is going to come he's going to bring a powerful word guys we want you to be with us friday night may 13th beginning at 6 30 p.m and then saturday may 14th and we're going to go from 8 a.m to 2 p.m lunch is included what are we having for lunch george 
Um, <laughs> poquito más. Food. Food. Un poquito más of Chick-fil-A. That's right. Food. Hey, Warren. Here, look. Um, the prices get better, right? We had Igloo. Now we had two Dodger tickets. That's What's right. the next? Uh, it's going to be spend a day with George. He's going <laughs> to take you to his house. There goes a downhill slide. Uh, and show you how to clean his gutters. And then after that, you what? might reorganize his garage. Anyway, you're getting uh. free labor from George. Or you are. You will be his free labor. Free but labor. he treats the staff very well, I heard. They all drive George, Teslas. how about the donating your time and just walking with someone to just be financially sound? Hey, that's a good price. Try to just buy Bitcoin and whatever yeah, it is. That, that you, that you know, absolutely. Stock tips with yeah. George. You know what I mean? Well, listen, yeah. for the rest of our time, we want to talk yeah. to our guest. Uh, Rico's been kind enough to fly out here from Manila and uh, to be here. Uh, Rico, you guys you guys live in, you guys just uh, recently acquired a home. Uh, so you live in Pasadena? Yeah. Yeah. How's that going for you guys? Congratulations. How do you, Congratulations. Do, that, how do, you do that on, on police officer wages? <laughs> on, Manila, from Manila. on Manila police officers' <laughs> wages. Yeah, it's from the drug bus. <laughs> there you go. There the you drug go. bus from Tijuana. Hey, hey. <laughs> we just keep a little for yeah, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Skim a little well, off listen, the top. Thank you so much. Um, guys, if you've been around Christian Assembly for a while, you've probably have seen Rico or, mm. or have seen him. He's been, he shared his testimony at past men's retreats. Um, but more importantly, you probably see him as you park your car on your way to church. He's a Saturday night. He's one of our faithful parking volunteers. He's also led life groups um, and served in a number of other capacities, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to talk to you, Rico. We wanted you to share about what it is that makes your your heart a uh, place of service and, and what motivates you and inspires you to do that but first just tell us a little bit about yourself bio you know you're married you're single what are you you're looking what, what's going on with your life what do you what do you do for real work uh all those kinds of things so it's share, complicated share with the guys yeah <laughs> yeah uh i've been to see uh with ca since uh, january 2010 mm. uh married uh no children um I work at Union Bank uh, as a portfolio manager for since 1989. Since 1989. 1989. You've kept yeah. that job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, That's a lot. And uh, I'm blessed with the job. So. Yeah. Yeah, and we just purchased a house uh, in Pasadena. And. Uh, you guys doing any any remodeling to the no, house? Any work? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, George is a big part of that. Uh, Wait, you helped him buy the house, or you yeah. helped me buy a house? There you go. See, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he gave you the money. Yeah, he gave he gave a formula to my wife uh -huh. on what max we could, you know, you cannot go above that. That's limit. that's helpful. And yeah. that's we yeah. went. We so went, so he yeah. helped to create a budget and yeah. to know how much house you can afford. Yeah. So George, thanks for doing that, and I know you do that. You know, we joke a lot, but you do that freely for anybody in yes, our church yeah. to meet with them. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. You guys were able to, to have a yeah, house. Yeah, and then he always, you know, every time he sees us, you know, uh, he always asks, you know, how we're doing, and you know, and he, you know, he always prayed for us, and uh, you know, and and uh, are we yeah. talking about the same George? Yeah, the <laughs> same. It's the same George Fernandez. You know, right, uh, right. Yeah, and uh, he's very involved uh, with with the purchase, meaning, you know, uh, he always he will always say, remember. Yeah. Remember, and then my wife will say, "Remember what George said. Wow. <laughs> you cannot go above that." That's good. So uh, that's why you. Yeah. That's why you don't have an electric car. Now I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> I drive a Honda. <laughs> hey, so you know, I mean, there's there's obviously some some themes that already surfacing in your life. Just of what I know of you, and, and even just to hear you say that you've been with the same employer for, gosh, more than thirty years, right? Yeah. Um, 
so faithfulness is is one of those values but what what do you think it, you know makes you faithful like that to to your work to the church to yeah uh, in in regards to church you know uh, uh, you, I think the main theme is about service right? yeah and yeah. you know uh, I mean our master and our Lord is a server mm -hmm. so you cannot go above that you know you have to join him in that right so that's what motivates me you know uh, and uh, he called us to serve one another yeah and uh, and also uh, like what Paul said uh, in his uh, letters that the church is the body of Christ right man you have to put premium on that yeah mm. you know that's the body of Christ and uh, so to me it's a uh, uh, it's a great place to be I I grown a lot by serving mm -hmm. uh, learning from pastors like when you serve you know because you they you you will belong to one team right. and the leaders you will see them basic to tell you the truth my leadership skills at work was impacted by s serving it's mm. great yeah uh, here at CA because uh, I could see how the pastors and the leaders you know handle uh, chaos and everything like that right. so yeah and you know and uh, it's uh, and you know I have a, a very heavenly view of church mm -hmm. it's an it eternal entity mm -hmm. mm. and our Lord said you know do not invest on things that will rust you know or will be destroyed and so where where's the best place to invest is the church yeah mm. you know and that's really uh, well said yeah so. that's good so you, you said it better than george he said bitcoin you said you said invest <laughs> yeah. in the church i like your answer yeah. so much better rico yeah. uh, yes. let's take a step back tell us about you know your early days in, in knowing jesus and how that came to be and maybe who were some of those influential mentors in your life that that helped shape you in those early years yeah uh i came here in 19 85 January 1985 I escaped from martial law mm. uh, and you know uh, got very desperate mm -hmm. you know I was into heavy drugs before mm -hmm. before Christ mm -hmm. you know so uh, very heavy uh, and then uh, May 1994 uh, Mother's Day May 1994 that's where God healed me of my addiction. Wow. I was at church, yeah. actually, mm. and I'm not even listening mm. to the sermon. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's like 10 a.m. I'm already high up there, you mm. know. So I just felt this, uh, you know, I'm not into power encounters, you know. Uh, I don't believe those, but that day, I really felt God's embrace, mm. you know. Uh, that's a Sunday. Went home early mm. after church, slept. Uh, at 2 p.m., woke up at 8, my cravings were gone. Wow. And I said, it must be God. Yeah. And then I threw all my, went to my uh, cabinet, threw all my paraphernalia, drugs, threw them all away. Wow. And I dedicated, <coughs> I mean, God has chosen me that day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I, uh, I dedicated my life to mm. him. Wow! So for you, for you, the the end of your addiction really was a, an encounter with Jesus, yeah. and it was an immediate miraculous event. Yeah, it's like a you know a Damascus Road event mm. in my life. Mm. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I you know I thought I was just hallucinating, you know, but I you know I heard you know 
God said, you're tired. Go home. Mm-hmm. I said, I thought it was, no, go home. You're not mm-hmm. listening to the sermon. <laughs> but, he, you know, uh, and I realized that, that an invitation to go home with him. So, uh, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. started everything. You know? And as you were growing in faith, uh, what were some of those persons or events that kind of shaped your, your faith early on? Uh, there, there, were ma- there are many people, but I would say I want to go fast forward Mm -hmm. uh, that I'm not telling this because you're here guys you know I mean the pastors at CA are are my all of the pastors at Mm -hmm. CA uh, are my spiritual leaders right now Mm -hmm. you know that's why you know I uh, you know I enrolled in three (laughs) huddles this year because I want. Well, you're you're actively in three huddles this year. Yeah. Wow. And I'm I'm soaking everything that yeah. you know because I I've I've seen you I've seen you guys you know I mean I've seen you guys how you dedicate your your lives you know and how you live a life that's you know that's very uh, uh, consistent mm-hmm. you know what you say <coughs> in front I could see it being done in the grassroots level you mm-hmm. know so. Mm-hmm. So you are guys are my spiritual leaders, not mm-hmm. not one particular pastor, but every one of you. I could see that, yeah. you know, because you have you guys have different strength, you know. Yeah. yeah so, mm-hmm. so guys, if you've ever been curious about what a huddle is, um, we do these men's huddles. Usually start around September and go through May, so we're kind of kind of nearing the end of this huddle season. But if you've ever been interested in walking with some of our pastors in a smaller group setting, this would be the thing to do. Uh, let us know. Let us know that you might be interested in joining a huddle, uh, and then we would get back to you. You can email us at men at cachurch.com, and, uh, and we'll get back to you and let you know when their next huddle season begins. Um, so, Rico, you know, obviously God got a hold of you early on and, I mean, ended your addiction right there on the spot, which is a miracle and incredible. Um, but I'm sure there's been some challenges along the way. Maybe talk talk to us about how you've persisted in the face of challenges in your own life. Yeah, uh, challenges. Uh, early days of uh, my uh, my walk with God is going back to to uh, using drugs mm-hmm. when things are not going well. You know, you question God. Right. But what I found out is uh, what really you know uh, made me go over the uh, the the hump is uh, seeking men really I, I sought men you know uh, even uh, even at work you know I you know and I asked you know uh, and especially brothers in Christ you know just asking for prayers mm-hmm. so I've been you know uh, they helped me a lot you know uh, that you know there are challenges uh, I'm not ashamed like I will tell them, hey, I'm struggling with, with you know, with, with, <laughs> with sexual thoughts, you know. But I, I really learned to run to men, yeah. mm. you know. I, you know, and uh, and there are countless men that I, I run to, you know, and uh, and that's that's what got me over. It's great, yeah, to have some kind of support system, accountability, and it. <coughs> I think. For women as well, but I think for men, it's it's powerful to have other men in your life that you can turn to that are um, hold you accountable, but also encourage you. I think that's just a, just a powerful dynamic, and you've been intentional about doing that and creating that. Yeah, and you know, men that speak the truth and slap you silly, like 
<laughs> George, <laughs> slap you silly, huh? Yeah, and just tell you, you know, you're doing, you know, like we went to George one time, you know, like budget because we had separate budget. Okay. He said, that's not how you do it. You have to put everything together, and then and then he said. So metaphorically, he slapped you silly. Yeah, and then he said, you know, uh, Rico, cough up any savings that you have that's hidden. You know, so, so you had some money tucked away for yeah, a rainy day yeah. for the electric car. Yeah, and then you know things like that, you yeah, know, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know uh, because uh, sometimes money could be a uh, very contentious, you know, thing. Mm, yeah, you know, you wanna save, but you know, he said you know, that let everything be open so sure. that you could. Yeah, uh, I think that's you know what he said. It's like budgeting is a journey with with your wife. And that's how you make it strong. It, it, you know, it's funny because it's a form of intimacy, right? Yeah. The fact that I can, mm -hmm. you know, if if I had some money tucked away somewhere and that, I don't know, you know, you probably don't have any malicious intent behind it. Let's just say that. Maybe you do, but maybe you don't. Let's just say you don't. But even then, that's just kind of keeping something from your spouse. And how can you have full transparency if there's this thing, whether it's money, whether it's... You're, you're not completely open. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's, yeah. there's even that one little hidden you know, secret or something yeah, that you're keeping. Yeah, yeah. But I, I want to say one thing, Rico, I'll, I think like the theme that you're, what you're saying about being, you know, pursuing other men to, to surround yourself with hopefully godly examples and stuff. What, to me, what it takes is a great deal of humility. Yeah. And that's one of your characteristics that, that is really evident in the way you live is that you humble yourself and not look at it as, well, this is my journey, it's my problem, figure it out myself. No, it takes a great deal of humility to go seek other men and ask them to walk alongside you. Not, not a lot of guys can do that. Agreed. So one of the things I think that a guy might be listening to this is like, oh, that's great, Rico, you, you love to serve, but I don't even know where to get started. What, do you, what would you say to a, to a guy who maybe is not currently serving in any capacity in their mind would like to get started but just kind of doesn't know where to even begin what what would those first steps look like well the first step is to talk to the pastors where you could you could be plugged in mm -hmm. you know that's uh you know and then just you know every now and then we have these announcements you know like you know where need where the needs are and it doesn't have to be really you know you could start with parking right you know you could start i start with uh checking in kids mm -hmm. at kids home at kids church I ch uh, you know like the names you put the tags and everything as 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 simple as that yeah. mm -hmm. you know once a month it doesn't have to be every day once a month but s just start somewhere and mm -hmm. talk to the pastors where you you could and I and I'm sure uh, you know there's a there's no uh, there's no lack of you know place to serve at CA for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Rico uh, for those who are already serving can you talk about um, what fills your cup? Because it's easy to burn out. It's easy to just uh, uh, over serve and over over stretch yourself. Uh, with you, for example, you're you're part of three huddles, and plus you're. I know you just recently volunteered with students ministries. Yes. And on top of that, parking. Uh, some would say, "Well, that's a lot. That's too much." But for you, how do you keep yourself full? How does your cup? Uh, get filled so that you do not get burnt out and just make it a joy to be out there and to uh, be serving. I mean, uh, three things that I, I could say. Uh, I call them uh, pathways of grace. Uh, 
uh, reading the Bible, mm. you know, and and uh, prayer. You know, I mean, it's you know, spending time with with Christ. Right. You know, mm -hmm. right. and the third one is community. Yeah. Community is really big. You know, <laughs> it to me, it's very big to me. I would keep on saying that because uh, to me, it's a place of rest. Mm -hmm. You could just mm -hmm. be at the live group, tired, and you don't want to speak or say anything you just sit there mm. and you could ask prayers from the guys right. it, it community is very, very big with me you know so those are the things that i try to uh that's good to uh you know uh exercise is mm. word and then uh prayer and then community mm. it's, you know it's it's you know it's uh and that's what fills my cup you know and mm. and uh it's just also divine providence you know divine providence god you know my i told you i, I was been i've been at union bank since 1989. it's not a high paying you know job you know but man my flexibility throughout mm. the years i could like in the middle of the day i could get out of work and go to kids so mm -hmm. you know it's divine providence right. that mm. god put me there and uh, i just you know, I just being aware of what, you know, like what we're studying right now, experiencing God. Where does God work, you know? Where is he working right now? Yeah. Where can I join him? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just, you know, it's just uh, also to me serving. Uh, as I said, you know, church is to me is a very holy place. Also uh, serving to me is a, a form of evangelism. Mm -hmm. In a way, like, you know, people sometimes they... They, they they're investigating right we hear, we always hear that you know if you're investigating faith sometimes people they just need a place to belong yeah that's right so if you're serving for mm. example there you probably you heard this this so many times that uh someone was standing at at, at uh, in in the uh, sanctuary and someone approached mm -hmm. him or her mm. and it gave him or her that place of belonging mm -hmm. it, which which led to him or her accepting christ yeah. So serving for me is it's also a form of evangelism. It know. sure is. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, people, you know, needs to needs to be, you know, have a sense of belonging. You know, I belong here. Oh wow, you know, and uh, also it's a discipleship. Mm. You know, uh, if I will ask the guys, you know, hey guys, let's do this. Meaning, I, there's a, a connotation there that I have I have not done this, mm. but if I invite them. Guys, will you join me on this one? That means, you know, I'm, I'm inviting them that the things that I, I already have done. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a, serving to me is a, it's a very multifaceted, but it's the greatest honor, mm. you know, to, to, to serve alongside the king, you know, uh, right. the, our, our master. There's, yeah. no, no, there's no other, you know, uh, we, I grew up very poor. Mm. No, we are so poor that the only people that visited us are my dad's siblings and mom mom's siblings. Mm. Other than that, mm. no. but uh, I saw even with the poverty, I saw my mom and dad how they served people mm. and how they were generous, and that was passed down to us, right? I but I'd never realized that God was preparing me. Mm. Divine providence again, wow. <laughs> you know, divine providence. Mm. That God put me in that family, a poor family, mm. you know, and see that, and then I didn't know that. Sixty years from then, uh, maybe fifty years from then, 
that God will use mm-hmm. those things that my parents don't What a have. great testimony. What story. a wonderful testimony. Really. And Rick, yeah. I just want to say thank you on behalf of the leadership at Christian Assembly. So encouraging. You know, you say how much, mm-hmm. you know, you lean on us as leaders to minister to you, but we, we lean on you, man. Mm-hmm. Guys like you, your humility, like George said, your your willingness to serve. I don't think I've ever sent out an email asking for, hey, we need for this, we need for... Rico's like mm-hmm. always responding. Yeah, count me in. Count yeah. me in. Count me yeah. in. Or just, what could I do? What could I do? So reliable, and mm-hmm. that—that's that's the church, right? Like you said, we are the church, and you are the church. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Hopefully, guys, you you got inspired by hearing Rico's story. Uh, his smiling face is greeting you in the parking lots when you come in, and so you make sure he does. He does carry a gun, so be careful not to cross. <laughs> make him. sure you wave at him. He thinks he's still serving as a police officer yeah. in Manila, but actually, just parking your car. You know, so be careful car. when you're parking your car. Watch the direction he's giving you. Yeah, or he don't might get have a drug, don't, don't drug sniffing dog. <laughs> you don't want to get slapped by Rico. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening. Rico, thank you for sharing your story, and uh, we look forward to seeing all of you at the men's gathering on April sixth. And at the men's conference, May 13th and 14th. Make sure you register today. And what's the prize again? For Robert? a chance to win. What tickets? Can no. That? It's not the Dodger tickets. What I got talking you. about, brother? That's a, that's hey, guys. Till really next time. Uh, we love that you're listening. Thank you so much and have a great day. Yep.